a man who stops advertising to save money is like a man who stops a clock to save time. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Conversation with Muse. I am your host, Monique. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. If this isn't your first time, then welcome back. It's a pleasure having you. Thank you for supporting us. Now, as the title suggests, today we're going to be talking about how to build a kick-ass marketing strategy. But before we get into that, I did want to highlight that if you missed last week's episode where we spoke to Giovanni West from Precision Tax and Financial Services, they are offering anyone that listens to this podcast $500 off of their service, their credit repair service, and if, if you mention this podcast. So head over to PTFS Live on Instagram or email them at info at PTFS ptfslive.com. That's again, ptfslive or ptfslive um, on Instagram. Now, one thing that I did want to jump into is one of the most asked questions I get as a marketing strategist is what should I be doing to get more sales or um, how do I do X or what should I do to get Y? So it's always trying to think of a strategy. So for some of us, like marketers, you know, strategy comes easy to us. For others, it's not the same. So I wanted to go ahead and put together um, the list of things that you guys can do to build a comprehensive, successful marketing strategy. And this is for any business, whether you're trying to generate sales, if you're trying to generate leads or you're trying to get foot traffic to your store, whatever it may be. All right. So I want, before we jump into this, for you to think about if you're going on a road trip, right? To a place that you've never been before. The only way to successfully get to your destination is with a roadmap. And now it's GPS, whether it's waves or it's maps or it's Google maps, you need a roadmap of how to get to your destination. Well, the same philosophy applies here in marketing. A good marketing strategy is the roadmap to your final destination, whatever that goal is or whatever the objective is. So once you put together a strategy, you'll be able to say, okay, I know my path. I know where I'm going. I know what I want to do. And then you're able to go from there. All right. Now, a well thought out marketing strategy, being that it's a successful roadmap to your campaign, there are a few things that you're gonna need. So go ahead, grab a pen and paper. If you're not gonna be taking notes, then that's fine, but you'll have this audio to listen to. Now let's jump right in. These are the top five strategies and must do's to a kick-ass marketing strategy. Number one, what are your goals? Understanding your marketing goals. What are your goals? I remember when I worked for the supplement company, every time um, someone goes to buy a product or something, you know, it was like pre-workout, uh, protein, creatine. And we always had this thing where it's like, what are your goals, bro? Because in order to buy the product, you have to know your goals. Are you trying to bulk? Are you trying to lose? What are your goals, bro? So the same philosophy here is what are your goals? What are your business goals? What is it that you're trying to do? Are you trying to increase sales? Are you trying to just generate generate traffic to a website? Are you trying to um, increase your brand awareness to just get people to know about your brand? What are your goals? And for e-commerce, a lot of people are like, my goal is to make sale. Sure, your goal is to make sales, but 
before you make sales, what else needs to happen? Are those things already happening? If so, then cool, let's jump right to making sales. But if those other things aren't happening, how do you lead people up to then purchasing from your brand? So you have to have a clear idea of what your goals are. So I would recommend that you etch that out on a pen and paper to say, okay, um, by the end of the year and be very precise in particular with your goals. So set a quarterly goal, an annual goal to say, by the end of the year, I want to have this amount in sales, a number in sales, and the amount of product that it takes to get to those sales. Um, and for the first quarter, I want this amount in sales, second quarter. So break it down quarterly, break it down annually, break it down semi-annually. And what I really like to do for clients is set KPIs, which are key performance indicators of what your goals should look like monthly. And whatever those look like, whatever that looks like, I'm sorry, monthly is to break it down. So for example, if your product on your website costs $10 and your average order value is $20 and you're saying, Hey, for the month of July, I want to make at least $50,000. How many people will need to purchase at a $20 average order value for you to be able to reach your goals? So you have to be very particular and precise about what your goals are. Now, if it's annually and you're saying for the year, I want to make um, 1.5 million in sales, what does it take? So you have to back everything else in. How many new customers do I need to get to the site? How much money actually do I need to spend? So these are some of the things, but understand what your goal is. And that's the first and initial thing to a successful marketing strategy, understanding what your goals are. All right. Now, the second thing that is super important to a kick-ass strategy is your research. Research, research, research. You have to do research. Without research, you're really digging your own grave and you don't even know it. Here's why. Without market research, you don't understand what you're getting into. You know your product, you know your brand, and I'm sure there's a million other people thinking the same thing, or if you think that your product is unique, that's amazing. But let's think about, and I always go to this analogy, when you go to the grocery store, there, is, there are so many breads in the bread aisle, right? But you want your product to stick out. So do your research. You have to know what type of other breads are, have the same rye as your bread or manufactured like your bread or use the same ingredients like your bread. How are these other brands getting their products in store? What is it that they're doing? I would suggest that you complete a SWOT analysis. And we've all heard the term, or most of us have heard the term, a SWOT analysis. And basically what a SWOT analysis does, it allows you to look at your business internally and then look at the competition externally. So the S in SWOT is for your strengths. It's generally the internal aspects for your business. What are your strengths in your business? Jot those down on a list. So if you know that your business is great at customer service, if your business is great at you know, telling people information, whatever your business is great at, maybe your product is amazing for a particular reason, but that is internal. So what is your strength of your business? The W would be the weaknesses. And this again is internal to your brand. What are some weaknesses? Maybe you're saying our weaknesses, we don't know a lot about marketing or the weaknesses, we don't have a lot of money to spend or the weaknesses, we don't have the manpower that if we do spend money, we can go ahead and ramp up the business. So what are your internal weaknesses and how is that affecting your growth? Now on the flip side of that SWOT, now we did the S and we did the W. 
Now the O is for opportunities. Now the opportunities, however, is external to your business. So it's out in the marketplace. It's out in the field amongst your other competitors. What opportunities are there for you to tap into? Now, is it that you're offering one product and you're able to um, diversify your products? Is there an opportunity to, if you're doing a wheat bread, you can do a gluten-free bread. Um, What other opportunities are there in your industry that you can tap into? So if we've got the S, which is the strengths, and that's internal, the W, which are the weaknesses, and that's also internal, the O is external, and that's the opportunities. The last piece of that puzzle would be the threats. This is also external to your business. So for example, a threat is anything that is external that is kind of pushing you off track and you you see it coming, you know what's happening. So maybe a threat is your competitions are on Amazon or Amazon is starting their own bread line, I don't know, or um, Walmart as a marketplace is taking over and controlling all bread sales. What is the threat to your business? Um, is it that the product that you're offering is gonna be obsolete soon? Whatever the threat is, is understanding these things. And this is why research is so important. If you aren't doing the research, then you're missing a huge piece of the pie and everything that you're doing can fall flat on its face because we all think that our product is the best. We all think that our idea is the greatest, but you have to be able to, I like to call it putting my ear to the streets and listening to what's happening outside of ourselves. So we'll understand what's going on with the research. So your number one thing for a kick-ass strategy is understanding your goals. What are your goals, bro? And number two is to do the research, complete a SWOT analysis of what is happening internally and externally to your business. Now, the third thing, and this is one of my favorite part of building a strategy, is understanding the audience. This is where your buyer's persona comes in. This is where your target audience comes in. There's so many names for it, but the key to number three is understand who your audience is, right? Everyone is not gonna buy your product as much as we want everyone to buy your product. Everyone doesn't buy Nike. Everyone doesn't buy Apple. And if we think of those two big conglomerates, we know that everyone is not purchasing the product. So everyone is not going to buy your product. Everyone is not gonna use your service. So we understand that. So this is why we have to understand who our audiences are, right? So for example, and this is super straightforward, If my company, like I said, is the bread company, I want to know who are the people that I want to eat this bread or who's already eating the type of bread that resembles my bread, but they do not know about my brand and I want them to convert to my bread brand, right? For example, um, maybe we say our audience is for kids. This is a, I don't know, natural, low in sugar, uh, Mickey Mouse shaped bread. I don't know. This is just, I'm just going off the top of my head here, but maybe your bread is for that target demo. So think exactly who your product or service is catering to. Be very detailed and very precise as to who that person is. What do they look like? What are their experiences? What do they enjoy doing? Um, Where do they spend their time? Where are they shopping? Where do they consume information? Once you understand who your customers are, then the rest of the strategy kind of just falls into place like a puzzle piece, right? So if you understand that your your target audience is mothers 
who goes to pick up their kids from daycare and their kids are in pre-K to third grade and they go to Chuck E. Cheese, they go to bounce houses, they go to the skating ring, they also love to go to McDonald's in the morning. Whoever your target audience is, once you're able to pinpoint that person, now you're able to start thinking about where should I advertise to meet that target audience? Because a lot of business owners and a lot of companies, the mistake that they made especially makes, especially when starting out, is not knowing who they're targeting. So they'll burn a lot of money trying to figure out who are we speaking to, right? So you have to be very precise in knowing who your product and your service is built for. Once you know who your product and service is built for, then you're able to kind of understand within research, who are these people, where can we meet them, etc. All right. So if number one is your goals, what are your goals, bro? Number two is your SWOT analysis and understanding the market. Number three is understanding your audience. Who are you speaking to? So you know how to speak to them. Now, the fourth piece to the puzzle is the actual strategy. This is the tactics that you will be using to get your service, your product, your brand, or whatever it is that you're trying to advertise out to the masses, the actual tactics that you're using. Now, the strategy is super easy for some and super complex for others. And what that means is when you're building a strategy, I would first implore you to know what platforms you want to be on. So understanding where you want to place your uh, your advertising is super, super, super important, and which is why the audience is important. So let's think about it like this. If you're thinking about targeting people on different platforms such as Facebook, Google, Pinterest, TikTok, you have LinkedIn or YouTube, Bing, all these different platforms, they all cater to different audiences of different age. And here's what I mean when I say that. For Facebook, it's more informational. So you'll go to Facebook if you're trying to get someone to be informed about your product as opposed to TikTok. TikTok is young, it's vibrant, it's fun. Um, the videos are 15 seconds and super quick and fast. Maybe a grandma that is 65 year old, 65 years old, sorry, is not on TikTok. So that wouldn't be the platform if that's your, your target audience, which is why it's so important, like I said, for number three is to understand your audience. Because once you understand your audience, when it comes to the actual strategy, now you're able to understand what platforms you can advertise on. They work in tandem, one goes with the other. So in the actual strategy, you're thinking about what platforms do I want to place my ads or my promos and any type of advertising. Consequently, you also want to think about the number two thing in the strategy is the content. What kind of content are you putting out there? So if you think about your audience, how does your audience ingest information? So if your audience reads a lot of magazine, if they read a lot of books, or if they watch a lot of TV, whether it's um, streaming services, YouTube, you have to think about where you're meeting your audience, which again, why number three is so important, because once you understand who that audience is and how they ingest information, now you're able to say, okay, for my content, I can do blogs, I can do videos, I can do user-generated content. Now you know what type of information you can feed to your consumer. We've seen it all the time where there's brands on social media that have thousands of followers, but have zero engagements. 
Number one could be a plethora of reasons, but I'm going to skip the first couple reasons why that can be and jump to the fact that maybe the audience also is not ingesting the information that they're posting. So they're posting videos. The audience doesn't want to see videos. They want to see static images or they're posting static images. The audience doesn't want to see that. The audience want to see videos. So you just have to understand the audience. So within that actual strategy in your tactics is understanding what kind of content you're going to be placing. And once you consider those content, what platforms are you also going to be placing them on? A third variable in the actual strategy is, are you going to be using affiliate programs or influencers? Again, that is a part of your strategy to understand how you will be reaching your masses, whether it's through the content. If it is content, are you able to push it through affiliates and influencers? So that is something to also consider. Now, before I move on, I do hope that you're getting something out of this. And just to recap, you know, five things to a kick-ass strategy. One being understand your goals. Number two is doing your research, getting that SWOT analysis down pat, boom, 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 boom. You know what it is. You know my strengths, my weaknesses, my opportunities, and my threats, knowing that off the top of your head. Number three is understanding your audience. If you don't know who you're talking to, you don't know what to say. I speak to my mom differently than I speak to my sister, than I speak to my dad. They are different audiences. We communicate differently. I can speak to my dad about sports, but I can speak to my sister about reality TV. It's completely different. Consequently, there's also the actual strategy. How are we getting the information out? What platforms? I speak to my sister via text. I speak to my dad via phone and I speak to my mom on WhatsApp and phone. So there's different channels that we're placing. So how are you getting the information to the people that you want? Is it through Facebook? Is it through Instagram? Is it through YouTube, Pinterest, whatever platform? As far as the content, what content are you sharing with them, right? Um, in the same analogy of how I communicate to my target audience, which is my family, um, when I'm speaking to my sisters, it's a lot of emojis. It's a lot of, you know, the content is videos and static images of me sending pictures of my food. So the way we communicate is different. The way I communicate with my dad, it's different. Same with your audience. Once you understand who your audience is and how they receive that information, you can then decide what platforms, what kind of content, and how you're able to roll that out. As well as, are you using affiliates and influencers in your actual strategy? Now, before I get to number five, I want to read a quote by Henry Ford. Henry Ford once said, a man who stops advertising to save money is like a man who stops a clock to save time. <laughs> Insert mind blown emoji. Because advertising is an integral part of successful business. So if you stop advertising to save money, it's like you stop in your watch because you don't want time to go on. Time is going to go on. You are not going to save money by not advertising, your business is going to be at a standstill. So in order for you to grow as a brand, you have to understand how to spend your money, which brings me to my fifth and final point, budget. What is your budget? Understand your budget, have a budget as well as scheduling. So number five is a two-parter. Here's why budgeting and scheduling works in tandem. And when I say that, this is what I mean. Understanding your budget for your marketing strategy is integral. If you don't know how much you're willing to spend, then this is where you're able to blow money, 
blow money fast, not know what you're doing, just throwing darts at a board without any end goal, right? So if you put a budget aside and understand what you're willing to spend and how you're willing to spend that budget, then you're on the right track. So if you're saying, I'm going to spend the budget and divide this pie of, I don't know, $1,000 for the week or $5,000 for the month, and I want to spend this amount on Facebook, this amount on Google, which is search advertising, getting people to, to find a product anytime they go into that um, search query on Google, or you wanna put XYZ amount of money in YouTube targeting and Pinterest. So if you break down your $5,000 into five different platforms, you're saying I want $1,000 on Facebook, $1,000 on Pinterest, $1,000 on Google, $1,000 on YouTube, $1,000 on LinkedIn. You're able to now focus on each platform individually, like we spoke about in number four. And then you're also able to then decide, okay, what kind of content would I need to give each point? Now in that budgeting, it's very, very important for you to be able to understand when something is not working and change. What does that come with? A whole nother conversation really that I can sit and tell you guys how to do some of those analytical stuff and changing, but just understand what your budget is. Have a budget. That is key. Have a budget. Don't just keep forking money out and not knowing. Have a budget and stick to it. The B part of number five is scheduling. A lot of times people just kind of throw posts up every day randomly, five, six, seven posts a day. And it's just like, who is viewing all this information? This is information overload. What we don't want to do is give information overload to the consumers. Yet we also don't want to not give them enough information. So I do recommend that you use some kind of scheduling tool to schedule your content. How often are you posting? Do you have curated content specifically for your brand? Or are you just pulling stuff off the internet and throwing it up on your platforms, whether it's your website or it's your social media? You have to be able to have some kind of a scheduling down as to when you post and how often you post. This way your customers can, your customers or your audience or whoever it is that you're servicing have an understanding and an idea of okay, I know that they're posting this amount of time and it kind of feeds into their feed because again, we're all inundated with information. The moment you open your Instagram or your Facebook, it's so much information coming by the time you click out and go back in five minutes later, it's a whole set of new information, right? So you have to have some kind of a strategy in play, knowing the best times of the day for your brand to post. Not every brand is successful at the same times. So you have to understand your audience again, your audience of how they receive information when they're online. Maybe your audience is online mostly in the afternoons when they're on their lunch break. Maybe they're online mostly in the mornings before they go have their cup of coffee. Maybe they're online at, in, at night after they put the kids to bed, however it is. And again, this is why the audience is so important, but understanding your schedule. So budgeting and scheduling, that's number five. If we were to recap, these are the five bad ass strategy concepts to put into play. If you are trying to build a successful strategy, have a goal, which is number one. What are your goals, bro? Number two is to do that research. Do as much research as often as possible and don't think because you did it once, you don't have to do it again. Constantly evolve and see how the competition is changing. You can't beat them if you don't know what they're doing. You have to do your research. Number three is to understand your audience. 
knowing who your audience is, knowing where they are, knowing how they receive information so you can give them the information that you're trying to get across, right? And number four is the actual strategy, is the tactics that you're using, is what platforms are you on, what kind of content, who are you getting to show this content? Affiliates, influencers, are you using blogs, videos, user-generated content, are you advertising on Pinterest, are you advertising on TikTok, are you advertising on Snapchat? It's really up to you. And number five is budget. Know the money, understand the money, and figure out the money. Budget, budget, budget. Have a budget, stick to a budget, and also scheduling. Schedule your content. Use a platform such as Sprout Social, there's Hootsuite, you also have Social Pilot, I know there's also SEM Rush. SEM Rush is more of like really for keywords and SEO type stuff, but they have a platform. Their platform is built out to also do scheduling. So SEM Rush is also a good option, but there are several. Just go on Google and type best scheduling platform for small business or best scheduling platform for large business or best scheduling platform for business. Whatever your sector is, go ahead and do so. Now, I want to say Thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Conversation with Muse. If you did enjoy or you learned anything from this conversation, I would love for you to go ahead and share with your friends and family. If you haven't checked out the YouTube, please go ahead and check out the YouTube. We have some amazing videos on the YouTube channel. Um, Like I said, the last video with Giovanni West is about how to make that money work for you, honey. So go ahead and check that out. Also, visit us on our Instagram. It's Muse, M-Y-U-Z-E underscore marketing. And that's on Instagram at Facebook. It's Muse Marketing. Um, if you have any questions or you will want, you need some information, just reach out to us at hello at musemarketing.com. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, and last thing I did not want to forget, we selected a winner for our giveaway. It's um, Rakari one. No, this was this is totally random. It was not selected by myself. So we will be sending that out and it's probably already out by now if I'm not mistaken. So thank you again for liking, sharing and subscribing. And if you did enjoy this, go ahead and repost it and tag me, tag me, Muse, Muse underscore marketing on Instagram. Thank you. I'll speak to you guys later. Bye-bye.